Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about adding chlorine to your pool. And this is a joke that my wife says to me often, is that she can take over for me. All she has to do is tell everyone that emails or as a question, add more chlorine. And that would be her answer to all their problems. And and there's definitely some truth to that statement. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I remember a Saturday Night Saturday Night Live skit way back in the day with John Belushi where they have this restaurant and... They would go up to order and then they would say, you know, I'll have, you know, eggs and hash browns. And they said, we don't have that. We just have cheeseburger. And so cheeseburger, cheeseburger, that was kind of like the whole skit. Kind of lame if you look at it again nowadays, but kind of one of the things that I think is applicable, I think, to your pool. And that is, of course, the joke of this podcast, the oversimplification of any kind of problem you're having is to add more chlorine to the pool. Now, this may solve certain issues and... You can actually overdo it with the chlorine, and it may not even solve your problem by adding more chlorine to the pool. But it's one of the things that, of course, you want to start with, and it's probably the root of a lot of problems with your pool, is that the chlorine gets to zero, or it's not holding properly in the pool. And there's a lot of factors that you have to address of why the chlorine is not holding in the pool. And I'll go over some of that in this podcast so that you just won't have that kind of coined answer of add more chlorine. You kind of know why you need to add chlorine to your pool, and why the chlorine is disappearing or being used up so quickly in your pool. I think probably the number one problem that you're going to run into when you're maintaining your pool is that you don't add enough chlorine to the pool to begin with to get a stabilized chlorine level in the pool, or you don't have enough cyanuric acid, or you may have too much cyanuric acid. So to balance the pool properly and to know how much chlorine to add, there are a number of factors. I could probably list them right now for you. So you can have an idea of the complexity of it. And so you have the size of your pool. You have also the temperature of the water, the air temperature, the sun's UV index during that day. Summertime, the UV index is higher. Then you have your pool runtime. You have your filtration. You have the pool use. You have organics, whatever is falling in the pool. Maybe you have trees around your pool. Then you have sunlight versus shady parts of the pool. And the list goes on and on. And so these are all factors that go into determining how much chlorine you need to add to your pool. First of all, to add to your pool to get that stabilized free chlorine level. And secondly, to prevent the pool from zeroing out. So there's a lot of factors in this. And I just recently did an experiment. I'm testing the Pool Life Calhypo tablets in my pool. One thing I like to do when I test a product is to zero out the chlorine in my pool and then use that product to raise the chlorine up. And I can kind of gauge how effective that is. Now my pool is at 50 parts per million of cyanuric acid. So it's at the baseline of that, of the cyanuric acid level. 
Ideally, you can hear different people talk about it. 30 to 50 parts per million is the ideal level. And this, for me, I think is the best way to test how a chlorine product works in the pool. And basically, the cyanuric acid level will correlate to how much of the chlorine in the pool is protected from the sun's UV rays. And so 50 parts per million of cyanuric acid will protect the chlorine up to 5 parts per million, and which is a good baseline to do my testing with. So what I did recently is I took some ascorbic acid and I zeroed out my chlorine level. If you don't know, ascorbic acid and citric acid will zero out the chlorine in most pools, and they use this for metal stain treatment. And so I went ahead and zeroed out the pool's chlorine level, and then I took two of the Pool Life CalHypo tablets and put them in my skimmer. And the reason why I used two of them, because when I talked to um, the rep of that company, they mentioned that one tablet to start for 10,000 gallons, and this is with the assumption that there's chlorine in the pool. So I figured I would do two tablets and see if it would raise the chlorine from zero to what part per million. And I documented all this through the apps I have in my pool. So I have a Blue Riot, I have a Fin, and I have a Sutro in my pool. And these would these all give you the range of the chlorine. The first two I mentioned do the uh, ORP. The third one does the parts per million. So anyway, not to get too complicated, I basically started with zero. And then the next day it was at 0.9 parts per million of chlorine. And then three days later it was at 1.7 parts per million. And so... In three days of running my pool, and I have a variable speed pump, I didn't run it on a high speed, I run it on my low and medium speed. So in three days, it raised the chlorine level from 0 to 1 to 1.7 parts per million just by putting two CalHypo tablets in the skimmer. Of course, my pool is about 14,000 gallons. Right now, the water temperature is in the low 50s, and the UV index is pretty low. And so you can gauge kind of how that how effective that was. I didn't shock the pool. I just put two CalHypo tablets in. And by the way, I have a saltwater pool. I have the generator turned off during this testing. Right now it's not activated anyway because of the cold water. And so this is one chlorine type. These CalHypo tablets are 70% CalHypo. And then that's another factor too that I didn't mention earlier is the strength of the chlorine you're actually using in your pool. So a lot of factors go into play when you say add chlorine to your pool. The type of chlorine is a factor. If you're looking for the strongest chlorine per weight, you look at 12.5% liquid chlorine. That's the strongest chlorine per weight that they have on the market. It's stronger than a one-pound bag of CalHypo and stronger than a one-pound bag of the Trichlor Shock. And then you have the popular Trichlor tablets, which have you know 97% chlorine in there. And it's really it's hard to gauge how much chlorine they're adding to your pool because they're about eight ounces in weight, and they melt or they dissolve, I should say. In different conditions so if you have them in a floater versus a inline chlorinator the tablets in an inline chlorinator are gonna dissolve quicker because there's more water flowing through through them and it allows them to dissolve quicker and gives you a higher chlorine reading whereas a floater is a more of a slow release kind of thing so basically you don't know how much chlorine you're adding with that there's really no real gauge I was trying to do an experiment a while back to see you know, how much one tablet will add to a pool in a chlorinator, but then you have all the factors of water temperature, pool use, the UV index, how long you run your pool. And so there's no real easy way to gauge how much chlorine is being added with the tablet. And then you have the fact that if you're using trichlor tablets, your cyanuric acid level is usually elevated in the pool, which means you need a higher free chlorine level. And if you're looking for more information on that, you can refer to the podcast I recorded with Bob Lowry on cyanuric acid and free chlorine levels. But basically, 
I'm just going over this, you know, not really in depth here, just to let you know that simply adding chlorine to your pool is not something that's really simple, even though, you know, jokingly I say that's one way to cure a lot of problems. If you have cloudy pool water, adding more chlorine definitely will help that, especially if the cloudy pool water is due to the fact that you have no chlorine in there. And so some of the side effects of having no chlorine in your pool is that you're going to have algae blooming, you have the cloudy water, the water of course won't be safe to swim in, and you have a lot of other factors from the low chlorine level. The water will take a long time to filter because of all the organics in there that the chlorine wasn't able to destroy. And then leaves that fall into the pool will stain or leave stains on the plaster or the surface of your pool because there's no chlorine in there. So having no chlorine does have a lot of drawbacks. In the wintertime, it's not quite as bad because algae won't grow in water temperature lower than you know 50 degrees or so. And you won't really have a lot of cloudy water in cold weather without chlorine in the pool. And that's why a lot of states will winterize their pools and leave them covered all winter because it gets so cold that it's not really a big factor as long as it's covered. And so to add chlorine correctly to your pool, you need to know how large your pool is, how many gallons of water is in the pool, what your current free chlorine level is. So you're going to get a test kit that does free chlorine and total chlorine, which is the combined chlorine. And again, that gets a little complicated. I'll probably do a separate podcast on combined chlorine for you. But basically, you want to have a total chlorine level so you know what, how much chlorine is in the pool. So if your pool is at one parts per million and you want to raise it to three parts per million, I think one of the best things you can do is use a free app that you can find to calculate how much dosage you need to put for your pool based on your size. And to me, one of the best apps out there is the poolcalculator.com app. If you wanted to find it quickly, you can, of course, type in poolcalculator.com. You can also go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and I have a scrolling banner. And also in the center of the homepage, you can get a link to this app. And I think this app does a great job of showing you how much of a particular chlorine type you need to add to your pool to raise your chlorine level to a specific level and refer to this app or other apps online for dosage. If you have a tailored test kit, there's actually a dosage booklet calculator in there also, and you can use that also. But I think the apps are much more effective and easier and so find out how much chlorine you need to add of your particular types. If you're using, you know, bleach in your pool, 6.5%, or liquid chlorine, 10% or 12%, or calhypo or dichlor, it'll let you know how much to add to your pool to raise it to a certain level. You don't want to overdo it with chlorine. You know, I think the health department in most states will allow you to have 10 parts per million in the pool for a commercial pool. And for a residential pool, you really don't need 10 parts per million unless you have a cyanuric acid level of, you know, 150 or 200 but in most cases, three parts per million or four parts per million are ideal. And again, there's a lot of factors of how effective your parts per million is anyway in your pool based on the cyanuric acid level and other factors. And so you definitely want to make sure that for your pool, you know what exactly is the free chlorine level you need to be at to be safe and to make the chlorine effective to kill organisms and microorganisms and bacteria and viruses, things like that. And it depends on your pool, basically. You know, three parts per million of free chlorine may not be enough in your pool. You may need to have five parts per million. And again, you have to kind of research and find out what level you need to be at. But these apps will give you a good way of giving you a baseline of how much to add of a product to bring your pool to that level. And then, of course, you have factors like if you have borates in your pool or what the pH is in the pool. And so just simply adding chlorine to the pool is not going to actually solve problems. It will make the water safe in a lot of cases, 
And there's a lot of things you need to know about your pool to know how much chlorine is going to be effective in your pool to kill these viruses and bacteria in the pool. And I think if you just add chlorine to a pool thinking that you're going to solve the problem, you really are not going to because there's a lot of complex things under the surface, so to speak, that goes along with your pool chemistry that you have to be aware of. And I didn't touch on this, but I'll probably do a separate podcast on it, but how to adjust the chlorine level from a saltwater generator. And this is another whole layer that adds to the to the issue of how to add the chlorine to the pool. And just briefly, there's a lot of factors with the saltwater system, the size of the salt cell, the size of the pool, and the output, or how long you have the salt system producing chlorine in the producing to make chlorine in the pool. These are all factors in the free chlorine level that it'll reach with the saltwater generator. But back to the original premise of adding chlorine to your pool, it does solve some problems. You do need to add chlorine to your pool, but at the same time, you really need to know what type of chlorine you're using in your pool, how much you actually need in your pool, how much you're going to need to raise it from one part per million to four parts per million, and so forth. Your pH level in the pool, how that affects the chlorine sanitation, the cyanuric acid level in the pool, the bather load or the use of the pool also is a factor. And then in the summertime, the UV index is a huge factor in how much sanitizer you need to put into your pool versus the wintertime where it's not a big factor. And so simply saying to somebody, add more chlorine is probably a cliche answer and it's not actually very accurate or helpful in a lot of cases when someone's trying to turn their pool around with a, you know algae problem or a cloudy water situation. And if you're interested in learning about the chlorine types for your pool on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, I have a spot on the website where I talk about different chlorine types. And I have an ebook available for $9.99 that has the chlorine types in there. And it goes over some of this material that I covered in this podcast. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great resources there for you also for joining the group. And again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.